Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Biden Energy Advisor says we need to have an SPR, Strategic Petroleum Reserves, that's fuller than it is today. He says they're waiting for $70 a barrel oil. Also claiming now we've still got 400 million barrels of oil, so we're just fine, even though this is the lowest it's ever been in our lifetime. The palace injury. Well, okay, so a couple of things. Number one, China lockdowns. Yeah. And and the Fed raising rates and, and trying to orchestrate maybe a, 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 a slowdown, at least, whether it's a recession or not. Those aren't the greatest ways to, to, to lower the price of oil. Plus, we've been you know tapping the SPR, which a lot of people uh, criticize, especially if we're down below $80. We're not the day we're back up, but definitely time to end that. Would you start buying? When would you start buying back the oil to try to replenish that? What, what kind of price would we be talking about almost? So I, we, we agree with you. Uh, look, we, we, we've been tapping the SPR, and I don't think there's much criticism today for what we've done. We, that was a critical part. Uh, the releases from the SPR are a critical part of bringing prices down when we did them. Just imagine if we had not increased supply by a million barrels a day. But today, we have to be, we have to be really opportunistic and look at the market and where it is to see if it makes sense to do continued SPR releases. The president was, would like to replenish the SPR in full uh, of what we released, so an additional 180 to 200 million barrels. And I think when prices start reaching towards that $70 mark, uh, that's when we're probably going to be looking at some, somewhere around that range of 70, 72, 73, or maybe a little bit below that. Uh, we'll look to uh, immediately begin to increase uh, and to repurchase uh, oil into the SPR. And that's because we need to have uh, an SPR that is fuller than it is today for national security and economic emergencies in the future. We still have 400 million barrels. That's a lot of barrels. We still can manage any emergency. But looking into the future, when prices come down into that $70 range, we're going to look to yeah. be uh, buyers in the market. Well, um-
I, I love this. We're going to look to be buyers in the market. So $70. Until then, if anything hits the fan, uh, our oil reserves are going to just be gone, right? Biden Energy Secretary also says gas prices have been coming down uh, sharply for the last couple of months. So you should be happy with what they've done. Percent, Joe. Crude oil uh, this morning. Take a, a quick look. Prices dropped uh, sharply yesterday on a Wall Street Journal report that OPEC Plus might increase output by 500,000 barrels a day. Uh, in December, you can see we're back above uh, 881.59. Crude rebounded when the Saudi Arabian energy minister denied the journal's report. Stateside, uh, AAA says national average gas prices are down 11 cents a week, a gallon in the past week. Amos Hochstein, special presidential a coordinator for international energy affairs joins us now. He's, uh, you're there. You're there for a lot of these discussions. You probably know what's going on, uh, Amos. I just don't know if you're willing to <laughs> totally share with us what's going on. So th these delegates definitely said that there might be uh, an increase. What should we take of the from the the Saudi minister pushing back on that? Do you know where it stands right now on, on what they're going to do? Well, good morning, Joe, and thanks for having me. Look, uh, we're definitely not party to any OPEC deliberations. We're not members of OPEC or any organization setting prices. Uh, the president's been really focused on trying to bring prices down here in the United States, uh, specifically to consumers, and that's what we've been trying to do and make sure that uh, I know we focus a lot on Brent, but WTI, the American price is down. Uh, to about $80, and gasoline prices have been coming down sharply for the last many weeks now, a couple of months. Uh, so we're we're very uh, pleased to see the prices coming down. We want to make sure that both that oil companies, both uh, the national oil companies around yeah. the world and oil companies here at home, continue to increase production to bring prices further down. This is an administration that now is asking you to give them credit for them giving you high gas prices, but then trying to claim that they're bringing down those gas prices. So in their words, hey, look, it's not that bad, right? It's, it's, it's really just not that bad. The economy is, you know, it could be a lot worse. So understand it's just not that bad. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to tell you about our friends over at Turtle Box. Ladies, do you want to get your man a gift for Christmas that he'll actually use, freak out over, and all of his friends will be going, dude, where did you get that? I've got that gift. It is called Turtle Box, and it is the loudest, truly portable, waterproof speaker on the market. It's a Bluetooth speaker, and it is amazing. It's perfect for hunting, fishing, tailgating, backyard parties, pretty much anything that is outdoors. And it is the perfect Christmas gift for the man in your life. So before you go buy something that he has to fake when he opens it going, oh, I love it. You want to give him something he'll freak out over? Get him this. Go online to turtleboxaudio.com. Use the promo code Ben. You'll get $20 off plus free shipping. Yeah, it is the best looking speaker out there. And it's truly the loudest portable speaker. Turtleboxaudio.com. Promo code Ben. Turtleboxaudio.com audio.com promo code ben the biden energy advisor says you know th that we are we, we are trying to get prices down for you and part of that is them giving immunity to the guy over in saudi arabia who butchered a, an american journalist which joe biden said 
there would be hell to pay for that. You may remember how they lured him to come to a consulate or a, uh, an embassy. And they took him inside and they, they butchered him with a bone saw. Took him out the back in a bag. Dead body. Murdered a journalist who was writing things that, the, that they didn't like in Saudi Arabia about MBS. The Biden administration said that there would be hell to pay for this. And Biden needed the oil, right? And so now... They're wanting, you know, they're going to give immunity. Uh, The MBS immunity decision the White House is now claiming is, quote, strictly legal. There is no quid pro quo for lower oil prices. They're also claiming Saudi uh, denies oil output hike. Top White House energy advisor saying this about that whole fiasco. Production to bring... As far as as palace intrigue, and I know you know this stuff, and I, I know you can't probably tell us, but... When the Biden administration told the, the federal court judge that MBS, uh, Mohammed bin Salman, has sovereign immunity from this lawsuit, that was, that was, that was nice. That was conciliatory. And there had been some uh, acrimony between the United States and, and the Saudis. Uh, it, it just seems interesting that, that we, they would even, after cutting, that they'd even broach the possibility of cooperating uh, right before Russia, right before the cap goes, maybe goes on, on Russian oil. It's like they're, they're helping us out right after. And I would say that was the right move for them um, because of the China situation and the lockdowns. It made sense for the Saudis to cut production because oil all of a sudden was $79 uh, almost. So uh, it, it, is there any quid pro quo behind that that, uh, that we're being nicer to them and, and they might cooperate? Uh, there's no quid pro quo. I think the, de- the decision on on uh, the immunity was uh, a strict legal decision by the lawyers about him becoming a prime minister and uh, determination uh, that was made by the lawyers. That was not done by policymakers, uh, but really just a legal one. As far as their decision to cut, you know, we, you know, you and I may disagree on that. I think that uh, a two million cut announcement at the time was we we did not believe was warranted. Uh, I think that prices were at about 88 uh, or 87 when they announced that. It went up to almost $100 and settled back down, uh, mostly because, you know, when you announce a cut at $2 million, what we all know is that $2 million is not going to be cut, and most countries are not in a position to cut uh, production and definitely not cut exports. So I think that where their deliberations are are not connected to the policymaking, and uh, they're going to have to make their own decisions. I think this part of the stress in the market is when you have these monthly uh, palace intrigues, you know, every month, every couple of months uh, versus what they used to do, which is to meet a lot less frequently. Uh, But we're, uh, again, I'm not going to get into the palace intrigue there, as you called it, uh, but rather focus on bringing the prices down and do what we have to do here at home. Almost. I I love the palace intrigue. We're not going to get into that, really. I bet you're not. You give this guy immunity. No one's saying what you're saying about the law, right? No one's saying what you're claiming right now about any of this. And then you're going to sit there and go, oh, well, we're just not going to get in this palace immunity. We're not going to talk about it. All right, real quick, let me pause and tell you about our incredible friends over at Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They want to make it easy for you to try switching to Patriot Mobile from whatever service you have right now. You can give them 60 days to show you why I use Patriot Mobile and why you should make the switch. Right now, when you try Patriot Mobile for two months, you get your third month free. Plus, you get free activation. 
Now, they offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks, and they use the same exact cell towers of all of the three other major carriers. You're going to get the same coverage you have right now. You get the same great service. You get to keep your same cell phone number if you want to. You can even usually use the same phone you have in your hand right now. Now, why do you want to switch? When you do, they actually stand up for our First and Second Amendment rights, and they give a portion of your bill every month back to conservative Christian causes that we all believe in. So if you're ready to support a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and our freedoms, just go to patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. That's patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. Or you can call them, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. If you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values, support a company that actually does. Make the switch today. Get a free month of service plus free activation. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 972-PATRIOT. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. How many of you want Mike Pence to run for president of the United States of America? He seems to believe that the majority of you want him to run for president. Now, he has come out and he has had a lot to say, a significant amount to say about Donald Trump. He's even said he is thinking about testifying uh, at the um, Mar-a-Lago He said that the Americans, in his words, must stop attacking the FBI, just like we wouldn't say it about defund the police. Here is Mike Pence over the weekend. Attacks on the FBI must stop. Calls to defund the FBI are just as wrong as calls to defund the police. The truth of the matter is, we need to get to the bottom of what happened. We need to let the facts play out, and I will continue to call on the Attorney General and the Justice Department to make that information available to the American people, and do so now. And is in panic. And do so now. It's very clear now that Mike Pence is wanting you to look at him as a guy that was there. He was 
at the Capitol on January 6th, and this is a big deal. Mike Pence also speaking out against those trying to, quote, control Americans. And I, you can decide who you think he's telling you not to listen to anymore. He's out there barnstorming the country, writing this big tell-all book, criticizing now Donald Trump, and doing basically the opposite of everything that Trump ever did at the end of his political time in office. Here's Mike Pence speaking out against those trying to, quote, control Americans. In the midst of all of that, I'm sure you all heard, they're also, they've also authorized the, the hiring of 87,000 IRS agents. You know, when Ronald Reagan spoke in 1964 about a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital who thought they could plan our lives better than we could plan them for ourselves, he, I think you could scarcely imagine the big government socialism or the left-wing climate agenda that's being implemented in Washington, D.C. today. As we gather here today, I submit to all of you, as I've said around the country, American freedom is under attack as never before. Big media, big government, even big business have locked arms to advance a pernicious, woke agenda designed to control the American people and destroy the American dream. Ruling elites in Washington have never been more out of touch with the values and ideals of everyday Americans. That I can agree with, by the way. I can agree with that. But then you go back to this big sit-down with CBS Face the Nation. The Vice President Pence talking about January 6th, and this is going to be the crutch of his campaign. Obviously, he believes this is what will take him to the Holy Land to be the president. And in this big sit-down interview about his book, about January the 6th, it's all about January 6th because this is when you're a useful idiot to the Democrats. They want to focus on January the 6th, right? January 6th is everything to them, so you will become their useful idiot. Listen. Before the appointment of a special counsel was announced last week, we spoke with former Vice President Mike Pence about his new book, So Help Me God. In our wide-ranging conversation, Mr. Pence details extensively his story up to and including the January 6th attack. The president's words and actions in and around January 6th were reckless. Uh, the tweet that he issued the day that I uh, was in the loading dock before the, below the United States Senate um, endangered my family and endangered people that were in the Capitol um, and was indefensible. Why did it take you two years to talk about your anger? Weren't you incandescent with rage that your family was put at risk like that? Margaret, I was angry that day and many days since. But on January 6th, I have to tell you that I had to put that aside. The president had decided to be a part of the problem. I was determined to be a part of the solution, to work with leaders in Congress, leaders at the Pentagon, leaders in law enforcement, to do our part to finish our work under the Constitution. You were calling and trying to get the National Guard to come in and restore order. Did you feel you had to do that because the commander-in-chief was derelict in his duties? Margaret, I didn't know what the president was doing at the time. I wasn't at the White House. Uh, I had no contact with the president or the White House that day. Um, but when I spoke to the congressional leaders in our first conference call, uh, they informed me that they were 
getting mixed messages from security personnel. And I asked them if uh, they wanted me to get involved. And they did. Do you think President Trump needs to be held responsible in his events, in the events that led to January 6th and the violence of that day? Well, I think everyone that perpetrated the violence at the Capitol needs to be held to the strictest account. Well, what about those who fed it? What about those who gave it oxygen, the lie oxygen to mislead people? I'm confident that the American people will hold all those responsible at the end of the day, and history will be their judge. You know, in, in, in my book, I... In other words, the American people, he's saying, are going to hold Donald Trump accountable, right? Because he was a part of it. That's what he's saying right here. Make no mistake about it. That's what he's saying. And again, is this how Mike Pence runs for president? Is this something that it, it, you as a voter, you hear this, you go, yes, that is what we've been missing. He's saying the American people are going to hold Donald Trump accountable. Here's more of that interview that he did with Face the Nation. Take a listen. Lead people. I'm confident that the American people will hold all those responsible at the end of the day, and history will be their judge. You know, in, in, in my book, I, what I tried to do is uh, share a candid story about uh, the evolution of that controversy. The president you, you and I the had president developed came to you at least five times. You lay it out in detail leading up to January 6th, and it's almost like you couldn't believe this because you kept telling him over and over, this is not legal, this is not constitutional. Did. Do you Many look back and did. say, I wasn't forceful enough? And what could you have done differently? Well, I I did tell the president many times uh, that after he exhausted every legal challenge that uh, the campaign had every right to pursue, uh, that he should simply accept the results. The president was hearing from a cadre of attorneys who, frankly, should never have been left on the White House grounds, let alone in the Oval Office, um, telling him what, as the Bible says, his itching ears wanted to hear. My hope was that in, in, at the end of the day, he would come around. I remember on the night of January 4th, we had a meeting uh, with the president and part of that legal team in the Oval Office. The president left on the helicopter. Um, there were no harsh words between us, but he was continuing to make his case, and I was continuing to make my position clear. But at his rally in Georgia, which I watched on television, the president actually mm-hmm. opened the rally by speaking about me. I hope that our great vice president, our great vice president comes through for us. He's a great guy. Of course, if he doesn't come through, I won't like him quite as much. But then he paused and he said to the crowd, now, no, one thing you know about Mike Pence is he always plays it straight. And then he called you the next day. I remember in that moment thinking he might be coming around. But he wasn't. My continued hope was that at the end of the day, he would recognize what our duty was uh, on that day as the presiding officer under the Constitution to oversee the county, the electoral vote of an election that we lost. But, um, But it was not to be. Will you answer questions about that day before Congress? Congress has no right to my testimony. We have a separation of powers under the Constitution of the United States, um, and I believe it would establish a terrible precedent uh, for the Congress to summon a vice president of the United States to speak about deliberations that took place 
uh, at the White House. So and, you're, uh, you're closing the door on that entirely? Um, I'm closing the door on that. And, uh, but I must say again that the partisan nature of the January 6th committee uh, has been a disappointment to me. The lawyers and the chief of staff to the president at the time, the Mark Meadows, who let those lawyers, you said, had no business on the White House grounds. You think no consequence? Only prosecute the people who actually physically went to the Capitol? There are those that are uh, speaking in defense of people that rioted at the Capitol and um, created the conditions where lives were lost. Uh, but I believe everyone that was rioting in the Capitol that day and perpetrating violence needs to be held to the strictest account of the law. But I do believe that uh, at, at the end of the day, uh, the American people will hold accountable on those that, uh, that permitted uh, the circumstances around which January 6th uh, was able to, to, f to flourish into violence that day. You also think um, the FBI executing a search warrant to take classified material from the former president's home was not the way the Justice Department should have handled it. But to be clear, were you ever personally concerned about Mr. Trump's handling of classified information? I don't recall ever being concerned about the president or anyone in our administration's handling of classified information, I, at least among the senior staff, of which I had regular contact. Um, but if he had, he would be prosecuted, you would think. Well, let me say, you know, no one is above the law. But as someone that served on the Judiciary Committee for more than 10 years, having oversight over the Justice Department, I just think there were many better ways uh, to obtain those classified materials from Mar-a-Lago than to execute a search warrant against a former president of the United States of America. Something that had never happened in American history, Margaret. And never been prosecuted. Do you think that that well, should happen? My, my hope is that the Justice Department will think very carefully about next steps. You know, I mean, this is a very divided time in the life of our nation. I think our nation needs to heal. But the idea of executing a search warrant against a former president of the United States um, sent the wrong message to the American people and frankly sent the wrong message to the wider world that looks at the United States of America as the standard. And that was my disappointment in the decision to execute a search warrant. Vice President Pence saying a lot about his time as the vice president, at, the, at least at the end. And making it clear that this is how he sees a pathway to him becoming the president of the United States of America. He's a play it straight guy. You should really look at what he has to say. You should back him, support him. And that he is going to bring dignity back to the White House. He clearly believes that there are a lot of people out there. They're going to listen to what he had to say and go. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Pence is the guy that I that, that I want to lead this nation. And Mike Pence says he will give peaceful or excuse me, prayerful consideration to possible 2024 campaign. He said that GOP candidates focused on the future and solving the problems voters face today did quite well in the midterm elections. He believes he is that guy. He also said he and his family will give prayerful consideration over the holiday as whether, as whether he intends to run for president in 2024. Pence, who's promoting his new book, So Help Me God, started by congratulating Republicans on taking the majority in the U.S. House of Representatives. A win is a win. 
I was in Congress the last time that we defeated a Democratic majority-led speaker, Nancy Pelosi, and the day that Pelosi hands the gavel to Speaker Kevin McCarthy is going to be a great day for America and an opportunity for us to start our way back to the policies that the Trump-Pence administration proved make our country secure and prosperous and ensure the vitality of our liberties. I welcome that, and I celebrate the election of a Republican majority in the House of Representatives without qualification. All right, real quick, I want to tell you about my good friends over at Legacy Precious Metals. With the economy uh, really an inflation out of control and the stock market taking horrific losses, the NASDAQ down uh, more in one month than we've seen back in 2008 was the last time it was this bad. You may be looking at your financial portfolio and you're sick to your stomach. You're not alone. The question is, if you are not diversified in precious metals as part of your financial portfolio, then what would it look like now? Maybe if you would have been. It's not too late, by the way, to take advantage of gold and silver. It is a hedge against inflation. And it's a way for you to diversify your IRA, your 401k, your investment portfolio. If you've never looked at gold and silver, there's actually no better time than right now. Now, I've been investing in gold and silver for, gosh, almost 20 years. Uh, I've used it as a percentage of my strategy to protect myself. So on the worst days on Wall Street, Usually, they're not as bad for me as they are for others. Call Legacy Precious Metals and see what they can do for you. Call and get the free investor's guide right now. 1-866-751-2218. 1-866-751-2218. Get the free investor's guide. You can also go online to LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Also, with our podcast, don't forget to hit that auto-download button now so you can get this podcast every day automatically for free. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Musk meltdown, they're calling it. Tesla is now down 55% for the year. CNN, Don Lemon decided it was a good idea after his own show had been canceled to mock Elon Musk for sharing a sexualized photo, he says, of Jesus and Twitter to lurp, to lure, 
is the correct way to say the word, but apparently he screwed it up the first time. Don't worry, they fixed it online. To lure, he said, lerp Trump. Yes, he actually said it. We're trying to get the original audio, but that apparently has been fixed in the online version. They're mocking him because they think that Elon Musk is an idiot. Why? Because he actually allowed for free speech on a platform. And this is what the media is going to continue to do. They're going to mock anybody that gets in their way. This is what happened. Elon Musk restoring the former president's Twitter account. He has been banned from the platform since the Capitol attack. Trump has previously said that he does not plan to return to Twitter and instead will continue to use his truth social platform. So let's discuss CNN anchor and correspondent Artie. This is um, he's being intentionally provocative. I mean, that's obvious, right? Because he needs eyes. He needs attention. I mean, Elon Musk to Twitter. And part of this whole thing about restoring the former president, doing a poll about it is to is sort of a look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm glad you're saying this because there's a business reason for that. The context here is Elon Musk doesn't really believe in advertising. Tesla never really did advertising because he thinks good products would just sell on their own. Problem is, you just bought a company that runs on 90% advertising. Doesn't sell cars. And doesn't sell anything. (laughs) And so brand safety and how advertisers feel about what is on the site along with their ads is meaningful. And lots of them have said they were going to hit pause when he first bought it and when he first started talking about Trump. And I can't believe advertisers are fleeing given what he's tweeted in the last 24 hours, those provocative images talking about Trump basically wanting to get back on Twitter, like being able to resist the temptation. But what I was confused about Saturday night is that when this all happened, Elon Musk said he was going to form a content moderation council. No major reinstatements of Twitter accounts would happen before then. Then he conducts a Twitter poll on Saturday. It says Trump should be reinstated. Who knows who participated in this poll? And now he says Trump's account is active again. Yeah, I mean, I I think no one's going to be teaching any of this technique in any like business school case studies going (laughs) forward. Like this has been very messy public. And, you know, one piece of context that I think is worth mentioning is people were treating Twitter like public infrastructure. It was a space where lots of people came to speak and play and interact, but it's not public infrastructure. And this is what happens when a private person, a billionaire, takes over and kind of dithers around with it. That's kind of, and by the way, I was on Twitter this weekend and you pointed that out, Caitlin, to everyone, re-upping what Elon Musk had tweeted about this council and these sort of guarantees that he did, I think, as he was looking to acquire the company and sort of checks that people yeah. thought might be in place. But, but to your point about a billionaire taking over and taking it private, so there yeah. are none of and the he's checks. he's not the mayor. Like, you no know, I mean, I the, think we've gotten used to CEOs in Silicon Valley maybe kind of nodding towards, like, appeasing the public when they think the eye is on them. And that's not his game. He doesn't care. There's no board. There's no board to check him. No, there's no share price to check him. There's and a there's a desperation aspect to, of this. To me. It's, it seems yeah. really desperate or, as we say in the vernacular now, thirsty, because we, as Caitlin mentioned, these, this provocative image that he tweeted about, I think it was a Jesus. And, you know, there's someone tempting Jesus, a woman. And, you know, the, the, I can hear you guys talking around. This is so a we, sexualized image, right, that yeah. he's posting. And I think it's a really good example of the thirst thing you're talking about, which yeah. is look at me, look at me. Eyes on this. Advertisers, look, eyes are still on this. Stay with me by any means necessary. You you notice, by the way, what they're doing here at CNN. The same people that 
did these stories over and over and over and over again about Donald Trump, lying about Donald Trump, Russia collusion, Russia collusion, Russian collusion for four, five, six years. The same people that have run, you know, the live raids of Roger Stone, right? They got tipped off that Roger Stone was going to be raided by the FBI. These types of things, the same, the same early morning raids of, uh, of his former campaign manager, all of these different types of things. Okay, to be clear, is exactly how CNN had their good ratings back in the day. Then they became psychopaths hating Donald Trump. They're still obsessed with Donald Trump, as you can hear in this conversation. But what's even more interesting than this is the fact that they just said, you know, these, you know, Elon Musk is desperate for attention. They just gave him four minutes of attention because they know that it would be probably pretty good for their ratings. Like, they're not stupid. They know that this is going to rate for them, or they hope that it rates for them, because their ratings are literally in the toilet. Don Lemon got demoted. He had his own TV show at night. He has been demoted. He's now on a morning show that desperately needs help. Their ratings, terrible in the morning. Going nowhere. And now they want to say, well, they're mocking Elon Musk as a businessman. Well, I don't think any case study, right, is going to be used in a business school over what he just did. That's where you're going with this? Like, I, I, that, that's, that's literally where you're going with this. Really? All right, lastly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button or auto-download button wherever you are listening to this podcast right now, and take a moment to write us a five-star review. Uh, Many on the left have been attacking our podcast, writing us bad reviews on purpose. So if you would help us fight back by writing us a good review, a five-star review, and share this podcast with your family and friends on social media to help us grow, see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to four, that's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to fourpatriots.com slash Ben. That's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts.